that it took me more than a year to play that song on the Anti-Static podcast is uh, fairly baffling to me. I don't know what I was thinking. Probably one of the most over-abused songs on every tape I made for everybody in the 1990s is that track by Monsterland coming off of a split single with a group called China Pig. And this is another one of those mystery records where I don't know how I acquired it, and I don't even think I ever listened to the other side of it because that song was so like frenetic and great. It's a song called Blank. And sadly, I think it was the only thing by Monsterland that I ever really uh, did it for me. I remember they had a bunch of records out, a lot of singles, which were, I think, sort of uh, you know, a lot more lightweight sounding. That song was sort of uncharacteristically aggro for them, but it is a great one what looks to be a self-released single from 1993. Once again, a split 45 with a group called China Pig, Monsterland doing the song Blank, a band from, were they from New York? Can I look inside the record with any kind of speed? No, Brookfield, Connecticut. Damn. It's the third time this week that Connecticut has reared its ugly head in a way that I was not expecting. Girls Against Boys before that with a song called Shark Meat. Creepy, eerie one. Uh, that's the B-side. Uh, I think the only place that that song exists is on the single from uh, Touch and Go Records and the Adult Swim label. It was the B-side of the Bulletproof Cupid 45. Uh, Bulletproof Cupid, the A-side, appearing on Girls Against Boys. Totally stellar and sort of signature record, at least in my mind anyway. Um, what was that on? The uh, Venus Luxure number one baby, I believe that was the name of that record. Uh, another one that I played to death at the time of its release. Girls Against Boys, although it's, you know, they certainly came to be known pretty well in their own right, um, at one point were known as the uh, the band that was uh, the leftover wreckage of uh, the great Soulside implosion of, I guess that would have been around 1989. Uh, the band Soulside from Washington, D.C. Um, ceased to exist in that their singer Bobby Sullivan left the band and the remaining members formed Girls Against Boys um, and uh, kind of did a very different thing. Their first record actually sounded not entirely dissimilar to Depeche Mode. And you want to talk about throwing a curveball at your average, uh, you know, DC punk hardcore fan that might have been into Soulside. Um, but a great record, and they went on to put out a string of really great records. Um, and even, you know, established some modicum of popularity outside of the uh, indie realm. I apologize that I just said the words indie and realm together. This is the Anti-Static Podcast. My name is Mike Lapica. Once again, apologizing for not announcing myself as a presence in your life last Wednesday. But I'm here this morning, today, determined to get as many episodes of Anti-Static in the can in advance <laughs> as I possibly can. So uh, my, uh, my crazy life will not interfere with the delivery of the rock unto the people, which is what the people have signed on for, at least the last time I checked. This podcast is made possible by WFMU, a freeform listener-sponsored radio station broadcasting from Jersey City, New Jersey, who, at the time, uh, at this time next week, will be uh, embarking on its once-a-year mission to raise the necessary funds to keep the whole operation running for yet another year. The WFMU Fundraising Marathon does begin next week. Uh, when next week's edition drops, I'll be giving you more information about that. But in the meantime, if you're curious, if you've enjoyed this podcast over the last however many months or weeks or even even years, we could say now, um, it would be nice if you could uh, throw a little bread into our, uh, into our basket, as it were. And if you want information about that, you can head on over to wfmu.org slash marathon. Uh, that's the website where you can make a pledge, and of course we will bestow upon you 
untold amounts of booty for your kind financial generosity. Uh, this ain't no NPR begathon. We don't get any corporate underwriting. There's no college spinning the wheels here. We really are an entirely listener-financed operation, and it would mean so much to us to hear from you. So check that out, and we'll talk about that more in the next uh, the next couple weeks. And uh, by my count, we have one song left for you on this week's edition of Anti-Static. And it's another one that I'm kind of baffled that took me so long to play for you because this is easily one of my favorite 45s uh, from the era which we examine on this program. Uh, the group is called Appalachian Death Ride. Actually, maybe I laid off this one because I've been playing so many other releases on this label. The label that put this uh, record out is Anyway Records, uh, based out of Columbus, Ohio. Um, far and away, one of the uh, greatest sources for, uh, for great rock and roll of the independent variety throughout the 1990s, releasing records by so many great bands like Gaunt and uh, the New Bob Turks, Thomas Jefferson, Slave Apartments, V3, Anti-Static Faves All. And right now we're going to hear Appalachian Death Ride from the Split 45 with a great group called Geraldine, 1995 on Anyway Records. This song is called Winter Song, and it's appropriate to play today because it's brick-ass cold out here in Jersey City. We'll see you next time. <laughs> 